0: All right. What's up, Hustlers? Welcome to this week's show. We've got my good friend, Mr. David Carpenter. Let's go. Newly promoted AO partner. So David, thanks so much for coming out to Vegas today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor.
0: All right. Well, we've been working together for a minute now, uh, but you just took things to a whole nother level. You just got your partner contract. You're one of seven AO partners yes. so congrats man that's huge
1: thank you and congrats to you too man
0: thank you <laughs> thank you so how do you feel I mean it's been a minute since yeah. you like we don't really get like promotions like that that regularly yeah. how does it feel man you know it feels great
1: I'm great I'm grateful but I'm not satisfied and it's been a dream so the feeling of it is is just it's great and I wasn't expecting it it was just one of those things that just happened I wrote it down every day spoke it and believed it but i was like i don't know how this is gonna play out and it just happened i got the call from dustin who's my mentor and you know when you start something and i started six years ago they tell you about this partnership they tell you what's possible but you know to see it all play out and through the ups and the downs to eventually get there uh, even though i feel like i'm just getting started it, it was a great feeling yeah yeah
0: it's nice nice to get that like uh that box checked even though yeah. like you said it's not it's not the end of the road for sure yeah but definitely nice to get that so what would you say i mean you've been already doing incredible throughout the business that you've Thank built you. here in the in the insurance space yeah what would you say the partner contract really means to you like what's new now? what it means is
1: it it kind of just you get some validation that you're on your way right that you're that you're doing things right when you get that honor to i mean i think the partners are just the most incredible minds in business i would say in the industry and just in life in general so to be able to rub shoulders and associate with men and women at that caliber is uh to me the greatest honor and to lead a company that is people first that goes and does the right things and uh, to be able to represent AO just in general because of who they are, I believe is a, is a privilege. Yeah. So just in general, I'm more fired up now than I've ever been in my last like six years.
0: Yeah, it kind of reignites that spark a bit. We it does. All, we all need that from time to time. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people here listening probably probably don't know a lot about your background. So let's tell people a little bit about where you came from. So what was life like before A.O.? Where were you? How did you find out about this? How did you get started?
1: So I got started back in 2017 was my code day. Mm-hmm. T- Long story short, 2016, worst year of my entire being. Yeah. Uh, you know, to start the year off, I had a girl leave me for another guy who was making like 70 grand a year that one hurt that started the year off i remember going into credit card debt with just like trying you know took her to the princess did the whole thing (laughs) i'm like i'm gonna get married to this girl next month leaves me i'm living at home right that's another problem uh with my mom upstairs in a little den uh and i just look myself in the mirror joe and i'm like what are you doing yeah like wake up you got way more in your tank like let's go And I um, was serving tables at a restaurant called Papito's Seafood Kitchen. I'd work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday sometimes doubles just to be in debt and not like sometimes even pay my bills on tough, uh, tough like weeks and and months. And um, I just remember that I got to do something different. So I seek, I'm looking for an opportunity. It's funny when you seek. Your brain, you shift your focus to like, okay, I'm done, I'm ready to grow. Yeah, things start popping up, and I got a message that week. Ironically, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's really you know I believe God sent, and it was a guy that I used to know in the business. Yeah, uh, my previous business. This guy didn't even get licensed, Joe. Yeah, someone in the pipeline hit me up about A O or about A I L in general, and I was like. This is, sounds too good to be true. But yeah. let me go look a little let's, further. Let's check it out. <laughs> yeah. Let's check it out. And uh, eventually I got into an interview with uh, Eugene. I was still not really fully sold. Love Eugene., yeah. And then I eventually met Dustin Vine and I was sold like the second I met this guy. The closer the closer bro yeah. just his presence i was like this guy is an angel yeah uh he painted the vision taking over the world doing right by people i love what he stood for i love his family values and just how he conducted himself and yeah. how he really genuinely like loved what he did yeah and i was like i'm gonna go all in ended up failing my exam not once not twice not three times but four times <laughs> uh at this time I'm getting in shape. I did a bodybuilding competition, failed at that. Didn't even like, wa- it wasn't even a final contestant and failed my exam four times. Girlfriend will let me borderline like depressed, but I'm making strives. I'm falling back a lot, but I'm I'm getting up. I gotta, got some
0: things in the works.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. So I ended up moving out, get a, a $450 a month apartment in, you know, borderline the hood of Mesa, Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and um, you know, I... Uh, I just decided not to give up, man. So I remember, and this is a pivotal like shift in, in my career, but I decided to just, no matter what, I was gonna make it happen. Yeah. So I booked my exam the fifth time, and it was like four hours away. <laughs> um, And this was like two weeks before my exam. I'm studying, I remember going, it was a Saturday. I'm doing nothing fun but just locking in, studying, exam yeah. effects. It was a Saturday night, and I go there, I have full tables. This is your money night as a server. Yeah. And I get a phone call that I have to leave because my brother's in the hospital. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, this is not good. Go down there. They sit me in the room, like, really dark. I remember, like, it's yesterday. The doctor comes up to me. He's like, I have really bad news. Like, you, your brother's not going to make it. And uh, I was like, lost my oldest brother, right? Two weeks before I'm going to take my exam. Jeez. At this point, I'm, like, seriously depressed. So much I'm like, this has not happened to anybody else. Like, why me? Yeah. And um, I still, like, something in me was like, you got to go take that exam. So I decided to keep keep my word on my exam. I told my brother I was going to take it. He was actually helping me study. My goal was to help put him through school and change my mom's life. So I felt obligated as now the only man in my mom's life to be able to take care of her because my dad's in prison right yeah. at this time i commit i drive down there um four hours away the night before my exam joe like i was held up at gunpoint almost Jeez. killed two days before that was my brother's funeral so oh i'm thinking gosh. and i'm this is that uh i'm staying at uh, a friend of a friend's house because i can't afford a hotel and uh, they end up getting robbed that's what happened and um, still took my exam the next day no sleep six hours away totally running on fumes like i am not even like i don't even know how i made it through but i yeah. believe by the just grace of god yeah went there took my exam passed, passed it, passed it bro so much peace for an all-commissioned sales job that you could scale <laughs> and all all big promises but it didn't matter man i felt like that was my first accomplishment that led to some momentum coming in my life that's awesome yeah it's incredible
0: dude And how do you, I mean, I know this was a while ago, you were how old at the time? 22. 22 at the time. So I mean, your average, you know, 22 year old out there, probably when they run into a lot of these challenges, they're not going to keep pushing through. So I mean, what what do you think, what do you think's changed within you that you've been able to push through those challenges?
1: Number one, I think it's God for sure. I believe in having faith that all things work together for your good. So for me, I really believe that. And regardless of what it looks like, I know the end game is not my reality now. It's where I'm going. Yeah. So I convince myself that is my truth and that's my perspective and that no matter what, I will find a way to win. So that's my mindset towards any adversity that comes in my life. And the bigger the adversity, the bigger the giant, the better the uh, the better the opportunity is on the other side. That means yeah. there's more reward. So instead of Vinny tells me to get excited about challenges, yeah, because after a challenge is the next level, and after that that next level, right, is like more prosperity. Definitely. So I'm excited. I want more giants. I want more challenges. Bring them on.
0: That's awesome. And right after you got through that, you got licensed. And that was shortly after when I met you. I remember you're mm-hmm. you, you maybe a month or two or three when we yeah. met at the first time you came to a conference. Yeah, I remember. I remember, I was I was doing pretty good. I was yeah. like three months in, or three years in or so. Yeah. So I was having some success. And our, our mentor, camp <clears throat> introduced me to you. I was like, man, this guy's dynamic. He's got a ton of energy. Thank you. I was like, he's going to do really well. And then within a year, you were smoking everybody not just me um that helped me feel better because you weren't just smoking me you were (laughs) smoking everybody but you you. had such a strong start because you had an incredible amount i think of influence is really why you had such a such a strong start so what were some of those first steps you you took you were building a new business and a new industry Mm -hmm. so what were some of those first steps you took to really get your business off the ground
1: Well, at this point, I went through so much crap. So it prepared me to whatever I was gonna face in the business. So for me, I was like, there's gotta be a reason, man. Like something did not want me to pass. So now (laughs) I'm just gonna go ham. Yeah. So I just had this like mindset where we're gonna go take over the world. We're gonna go change people's lives. Two things made sense to me. The need and the product and the company made complete sense to me. I knew that it was stable and I was looking for that. The leadership made sense to me that I could follow them. I bought into the vision. So I genuinely, uh, and also the money and the opportunity compensation really made sense. Oh, yeah. So I genuinely did believe in my hardest hearts that I would be doing people a disservice if I did not share that opportunity. Yeah. And I was going to the top regardless, and I will take whoever is going with me. I don't know how we're going to get there. I don't know when we're going to get there. I know it's going to be sure as hell hard. We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. We're going to freaking win. Yeah. So that's uh, that was that uh, really that starting point. I started recruiting right away. Yeah. I started casting vision right away, Joe. I was like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go do things that have never been done before. So it's really that vision casting, me getting out of my comfort zone. And I was just the type of leader that first year, Joe, where I was just willing to do whatever it took, I w- comfort was not a thing for me. I think people are so comfortable yeah. in doing their routine, but I was just so, my life was just at that point where I was willing to do whatever. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't have a trainer. Like, I didn't even see presentations. All, we barely had some scripts, but it didn't even matter because I was like, I'll figure it out. I'll go into the homes, take freaking three or four people in my third month. like. Yeah. This is the type of person that I am. I'll do whatever it takes to lead you guys to the promised land. Nice.
0: And, you know, you mentioned you you had great leadership. Me and you were two of the people that have just been so lucky to work with our mentor, Dustin Venekamp. Yes. Shout out to Dustin. I know. And I just wanted to know, like, from you, what are some of those qualities that Dustin has that you really, really look up to or some of Mm -hmm. the reasons why you want to follow him? Yeah. That's why we get along so well. It's because of who we're raised or yeah. raised by. He's like, same, same right. dad. <laughs> Facts,
1: bro. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say his heart, number one over everything, because you really feel his genuineness <coughs> in the way he runs his business and the way he just bees. His being is, like, just so pure and just so, like, I'm going to do what's best for you. Yeah. And in a leader that has that, that that's his reality, you feel comfort because you know He's not going to do you wrong. It might not be what you want to hear sometimes. It might be tough. But Vinny, like, genuinely loves what he does. And he loves his people. And he's going to do what's best for them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that. His vision casting is unbelievable. He gets you thinking huge. Yeah. Uh He's a master communicator. I looked at that. And this is the way that he runs his family. Yeah. Like, I, I was, like, so impressed with Holly and his kids and the way he, He conducts just – he just really shoots after being the best version of himself. And previously before that, Joe, like everyone I saw with money was just blowing it, trying to look rich. He was here humble, and he was working on himself constantly to be better for us. Yeah. And that's what I needed to see that was even possible, that someone was even doing that, that I could possibly model myself after and learn from someone like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, he – I tell people all the time, he's like – The only person that has that same quality that like you have when you're near your dad, where you almost feel like when I walk up to Dustin, I feel that like, all right, like tuck in your shirt, watch your language, watch your behavior, you know, like he's got that, just that integrity. And like you said, that genuineness and how he, how he interacts with every person he interacts with. Yes. So we're really, we're really, really lucky to have that. Oh my God. For sure. I
1: wouldn't be here without him, bro.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Well, you got a really strong start, and then you know I remember for a period of like five years, mm-hmm. me and you were sitting there, and we we had this like flip flop thing going on, yeah. where I'd be going through an, a crazy period of growth, and you'd be having a rough couple months, and yeah. then you'd you'd break out of it, and you'd start crushing it, yeah. and then I'd be slouching down, not doing so well at that point. Yeah. So we both have plenty of times where we've had business challenges or personal challenges that we let turn into business challenges yeah. or whatever. So um, tell me about like some of your biggest challenges that you've had with growing your business. <clears throat> Where do I start, Joe?
1: <laughs> we love challenges. Yeah. Uh, the I would say the first one, I went through a pride test. I went through a pride test. I went through a commitment test. And what I mean by a pride test, and I, everybody in business goes through this test, by the way. Yeah. Is when you start to have a little bit of money, you start to feel uh, that you start to edge out the people who really even got you there. You start doing the things that you, uh, you stop doing the things that got you there. You stop like this humbleness kind of leaves you. You feel like you made it right. So that happened my second year because we went from six, we went from like 700,000 to sales, 2.6 million my second year. And um, I felt like I made it. I'm like. $40,000, $50,000 a month, sometimes like my big push months. And I was like 23 or 24. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I just got so prideful. I remember my heart is just like different, man. And I wasn't happy. I had anxiety at the time with that. I started, my identity was more of the world. And, you know, I was like, just obsessed with like materialistic things. And it's crazy because I'm so far from that. My heart's so different. Yeah. But I had to be had to be humbled. Yeah. So what happened was I lost leaders because who the hell wants to be around a person like that? I don't even blame these guys. Yeah. So they left. Some like big leaders, took half my team. That's a really good way to humble humble yourself, yeah, right? Definitely. So now seeing that I'm like, wake the hell up, David. Who are who are you being right now? This isn't being you this isn't who you are. Yeah. You're just you need to wake up. And that was a huge test. So how I, what I did was I responded. doesn't matter what happens in your life, you're going to screw up a lot. It's about how you respond to that and take ownership of that yeah. and own that. So I went through my humble phase now and this is like where I remain because I understand that this is a gift that can be taken away. Leadership is a gift. Your people are a gift. And if you don't treat them right, if you don't treat people with respect, that will be taken away in a heartbeat. And I witnessed that at a young age. Yeah. So I went to work. On relationships. I went to work on leading and leading from the front. I was ended like number three personal producer as an RGA that year. Uh wrote like close to um uh, President's Club for the nice. year. Uh hit um you know I had my biggest month at that month like my biggest month was like forty six thousand uh for the month. Yeah. You know, for me that was huge back in the home days. Like yeah. that was good. That was a good month. Wasn't quite the hundred, but that was amazing for me because I wasn't leading from the front and I yeah. mastered booking in the home. So I got back to who DC was where he was okay with doing what others aren't yeah. and, and not caring what people think. I was getting vulnerable again in the home and, and that's what took my business to back to 2020 where we really struck, we struck, like we built some momentum because I started to attract different people. When, only when you're fully in your authentic self are you going to attract that level of talent that you want. Yeah. It's not who the world wants you to be. It's not who this person wants you to be, but it's who you were created to be. And people love authenticity I swear like, good things really come when you get, you stay in a humble spot and you and you really move the way that you are supposed to move. Yeah. So that was probably my biggest lesson. Second one is getting like, really almost like just betrayed, I had a guy leave me and that was my roommate, took him off the streets, helped him make six figures, gave him the keys to my G-Wagon, helped him stay at a place, moved him in, he couldn't get approved on a, on a place, moved into my penthouse, yeah. he was living there, helped him build his team when he started going through some struggles with sales and learning new leads and didn't want to lead from the front couldn't keep his word what's the easiest way go go quit right yeah not only did he quit but he bashed on me as a leader after doing all of that and taking not only his team but like really tainting a lot of stuff this was at the end of 2020 and uh what I thought was really, really bad it was also clearing out room for greatness. And then shortly after that, I had uh, another agent join my business who blew it up. So even though that happened and that was supposed to destroy me, that was another test to really test the hearts of the men and the women that are in your circle. Yeah, Are they bought in with your vision? Are they really for you? Yeah. And be careful who you share information with. Be careful who you just so let in because I have a good heart. I feel like the enemy takes advantage. Also, uh, you know, people bless you because of that. So learned a lot of wisdom there. Didn't stop us from growing. We grew again, boom, that next year we did over 5 million. Yeah. Uh, was like, that was our best year. Didn't didn't stop us It was like, love the team because we had such a core foundation yeah. on the year prior that even though a big leader left, took a bunch of people, betrayed, slandered, slandered the name, we were like, I had people like backed me up. I had like brothers and sisters that were like, we'll stand by you. Yeah. And uh, that felt good. And that was based on the humility from the year prior of yeah. like working back up. So, ride or die for my team, man. Love them. And this is, uh, those are a couple of the biggest, biggest lessons I've, and biggest failures that I've went through.
0: That's awesome. And, you know, I mean, everybody says it. People might not be public about it, but everybody yeah. goes through big challenges in their, in their business, maybe just in their life in general. Yeah. So it sounds like what you've done is you've really learned how to look at every single one of those challenges, maybe not right away, but you've learned how to reframe it to an opportunity for yourself. We see so many people out there who are kind of blocking their blessings because mm-hmm. they fold when that person quits on them yeah. or when you know they get held up at gunpoint or yes. when they' you know something implodes in their relationship or something like that. So yeah. what advice do you have to people that are going through <clears throat> that kind of adversity in their business or in their life?
1: I would say take it as an opportunity like I'm saying before. It is really how you see it because yeah. it could either be the death of you if you see it that way. And if you see it through the eyes of it, it's going to be uh, amazing for you because there's something that God's trying to teach you in the season. Yeah. There's something that needs to be corrected. And this is the best way to do it. And I got to know that. So what can I learn from this? How is this making me better? What can I do to improve on this? Because it's not going to be that way always. So that's like the best way to view it. And the next way is like take it as an opportunity to grow through it. Yep. right you'll get to another level based on the giants that you can handle like the bigger adversity the bigger problems you can personally handle determines the amount of income and the impact in that your testimony is going to be greater to help other people through it so instead of like thinking about yourself focus on other people and continue to improve yourself and just know that there is no destination joe this is life. Until yeah. we're dead, that's the destination.
0: Yeah. I mean, like a lot. And it's not too motivated. It's not too motivated. Yeah. We're not gonna
1: so might as well might as well, like, who cares? Like while I'm here, like I'm not gonna let this thing I believe you're either overcoming or being overcame. Yeah. And I'm I'm just up for it. Like, whatever is gonna come, like let's just keep climbing. Let's keep getting better. Let's keep focusing on growth. Yeah. And that's let me awesome. keep learning from these things.
0: Well I, you know, I can relate to that a ton. We know our stories are somewhat similar, but yeah. um, one thing I've thought about before and I wanted to get your opinion on is, okay. so, you know, you had the instant burst of success, then you got humbled, you learned how to stay humble. So we're both climbing to the top again. Yeah. So when you get back to that point where you're maybe broke through to a whole new level of success that we've never even had yeah. when we're doing two, three times what we're doing now, how do you plan to, I guess, still keep yourself it's, humble it's really good. at that point?
1: It's really good. Well, now I focus not on the money because it's, it's like, what's the difference between a hundred thousand a month and 200 or 300, thousand a month to 400. Like, let's be honest. Like for me, my heart's different yeah so i'm like more now i can just like give more i can do more like for me i have purpose in what i do based on helping other people continue to win so if it was all about a certain income for me then yeah it's a pretty like you know i can see myself getting prideful but my goal is really if it's about making money it's about what i'm going to be doing with the money for other people like it's funny like none of my goals like really that i get even excited about or any for myself like i get way more motivated to help like daniel go partner jesse go partner i get motivated by like helping this guy hit his first six figures seeing this guy make his first sale like my being and like the way i live i get the fulfillment and joy and pleasure most in that Because the money is—it's just a byproduct of that, and that's great. I love it, but it's not my. It's just a tool for me.
0: Yeah. So I don't
1: view it that way, and I think understanding that you're nothing without your people, you're nothing without God, in my opinion, you're nothing without your leaders. That it's a gift, and I'm like, someone that I feel like I can flow through or like be a vessel to do good, and I don't want to disrupt that. Yeah. I don't want to screw that up. Yeah. Keep choosing me right Forf. uh that's like my mindset behind it so like wow i'm honored to be like this person to like be in this position but let me continue to do good let me continue to do the things that really fulfill me yeah and let me continue to chase my purpose i love that man that's awesome
0: well as as a busy entrepreneur yeah. i know you're putting in serious busy weeks right now plus you're balancing, you know life and relationships and yeah. family and all that stuff so What are some of the things that you do just to keep yourself sharp mentally? What do some of your habits look like? Love that.
1: Amazing question. I believe in uh, mind, body, spirit. I wake up uh, train in the mornings about 6.30 a.m. So I'm up by 5. I do this thing called like wake the sun up. And then I do – as soon as I wake up, I go into – I read my word. So I do spirit prayer, like meditation, get in a real still grateful state of being. Mm -hmm. Then I go write my goals down. I focus on my purpose, what I'm creating. And I say it out loud. And I'm really focused on like what I want. Like I really know it. It's really clear to me. Then I go into personal development. It's either an audio or I'll go read part of my book. Then I'll go work on my body. Boom, going to the gym. I'm training hard keeping my heart rate up, get my butt kicked. Don't feel sorry for me because I kind of <laughs> like it. Yeah. And then I go, uh, and then I go usually hit meetings, and I'll go do yeah. intermittent fasting till like two o'clock Eastern, and then I'll I'll have a meal. I have a uh, a chef that cooks healthy meals, so I try to really like fuel the tank properly. Yeah, and um, and all that really really helps to have optimal energy throughout my day. I think for me that works really well.
0: Yeah and you know we see i i get the same questions all the time people are like well you know i'm i'm a single mom or i'm a single dad or i'm a parent and i've got too much i don't have time to mm. be going to the gym 5 days a week <laughs> or i don't have time to be uh praying and meditating yes. yeah. every single morning and all mm. of that stuff so how do you uh how do you <clears throat> consistently prioritize those things in your schedule because yeah. you got a million other things you could be yes. spending time with sleep is the first one maybe <laughs> sleeping <laughs> until 8 a.m but yeah. why do you consistently yeah. keep making it a priority order Yeah.
1: prioritization you got just like business joe you understand there's the six key areas of the business and yeah. in order right so i believe in order and i believe things flow properly when they're in order and my order is it, go, it goes God, it goes me, and then it goes family. Now, some of you are like, well, why? And then it goes business. Well, why me, right? Well, because I know that if my cup isn't full, how am I supposed to pour into others? Yeah. If I don't take care of my mental health, if I don't take care of my spiritual health, if I don't take care of my body, I know that they're getting a 50% David. And I have a responsibility day in, day out to give my people the best version of me, as you know, And I also am, I am obligated and driven to be the best version of me and continue to be better to be leading my people to the promised land that I promised them the second they joined AO with me.
0: Yeah. And it's weird how you feel it differently when you're doing that and you keep filling up your cup. Yeah. You almost wonder like, how did you ever do it without doing that? Like I had, (laughs) my wife asked me the other day, she was like, are you going to still keep like going to the gym and uh, training martial arts and that stuff when we have the baby. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to. Yes. Like if I Love if that. I stopped eating right and stopped training uh, and all of that, I I would literally turn into a different person at yes. that point. And I wouldn't feel capable of being the right husband yeah. and the right dad because it's just, it becomes part of yeah. who you are and how you operate. So completely
1: agree. Yeah. Completely agree.
0: So you're doing cardio, you do like I've seen you do running, right? Yeah. Like you're doing like yeah. sprints and some of Damn, that's, yeah. that's rough.
1: In the in the heat. But we go early. Yeah. But it, it increases your testosterone levels. And yeah. it's like midweek. So we'll do like legs, uh, legs, like, you know, it's all mixed in and then it's like, okay, upper body more. Yeah. And then it goes break is your sprints in in like mile, you know, it's a couple miles and then sprints. Uh, yeah. But I've just noticed huge results, like my health, my energy, and nice. like pushing yourself past. I'm sure you'd feel this way. Yeah, you go do things you don't want to do and you hate it, and you just show up and you put yourself do it. Yes, you're like, wow, this correlates to every area of my life. Let me just keep doing this.
0: Totally, because you start it, people. People think you enjoy your your workouts all the time, and you're some sort of weird workout <laughs> freak. But no, it's like probably two thirds of the time, yes, it doesn't <clears throat> feel great. It's just something about that decision of continuing to do the hard things yes yeah you'll see that show up in business that like next time a hard thing comes up it's like yeah i got it i'm ready for that yes so completely that's that's awesome well i mean for you aside from fitness and aside from you know the spiritual stuff that you're doing in the morning for yourself what are some other habits like at night that Mm -hmm. you feel like help contribute to your success at night I would say I go
1: hard all the way till like I get everything done by the way I'm the type of person just like you were trained to like handle everything like if something can get done now you need to tack it especially in the main things but at night I mean it's eating clean it's like winding down doing something I don't usually like even sit there watching a movie unless it's like the weekends till I fall asleep because I know I'll stay up later yeah I'm very habitual and routine. so it's like tv off put the phone down or like i'll talk to you know my girl at the time like my girl have a conversation with her and i'll be like in bed like usually 30 minutes before i'm trying to like even fall asleep and keep my phone far away as soon as i put it down usually have like uh read maybe just kind of get myself still and like getting prepped to be able to just fall asleep but it's the same thing every single time yeah so Again, it's like routine, same thing with my morning. It's like, boom, boom. I don't even think about it, it's habitual.
0: Yeah, yeah so you don't have to plan, any, and people don't realize how much brain space they waste on all that if they're not in a routine. Yeah. They have to sit here and be like, oh, what are we gonna have for lunch? Let's yeah. look at all of the options, and like, <laughs> waste like two hours yeah. on a whole lunch mission and yeah. stuff, when for you, it's like, yep, I'm gonna eat healthy, my chef's gonna cook, and I'm ready to rock, boom, Yo, done. Exactly. That's awesome. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, I know for you in the business, your goal is always to impact as many people as possible. But do you have anything anything special coming up in business that you're looking forward to?
1: Yeah, we're going to go to the Vatican together, right? So that's going to yeah. be amazing. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to Iceland. Looking forward to all the Europe trips that we're going to be taking with just the most amazing people in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, eventually I'll write a book. Eventually, you know, I'll go speak on stage. But my purpose and calling and where we're having the most impact right now is, AO hey, and we're going to continue to rock it and yeah. change lives. So uh, I have nothing else that I'm focused on because I just,
0: I want to give this everything I got. Have as much impact as possible. Nice. Yeah. I like it. Well, dude, if if people want to get in touch with you, I yeah. know you've... From when we barely knew each other, I knew you were always super willing to help and yes. willing to share ideas. So if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: <clears throat> best way to get in touch with me is Instagram. So David E. Carpenter, add me and uh, love to connect, especially if you're an AO, shoot me a message. I'll, I'll uh, add you and, and we'll, let's grow.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for everything you shared, David. I know people are going to get a ton of value from this. So thanks again for coming out, man.
1: Of course, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you.
0: All right.